0: Welcome to sleeping with your friends. Without friends. (gasps) Welcome to just sleeping with our roommates. (laughs) Welcome to sleeping with your hosts.
1: This episode will be a
2: 35 minute ASMR episode where you just listen to us sleep.
1: I wonder if anyone would put it on as white noise to get to sleep. (laughs) I bet Devon would.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm. I don't think he would. He doesn't
1: like listening to us talking, so at least he can listen to us sleeping. (laughs)
2: funny people before he goes to bed, that's why
0: he doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh, no, it's and not because of that. It's not. because he doesn't like us. So, if <laughs> if you, our listeners, are listening, you have more cool points than our fourth roommate, Devin. Congratulations. Achievement unlocked. And because he won't be listening to this, we're taking applications to replace him. <laughs> and in case he does listen to this, JK, you've gained cool points back. <laughs> Have we? I don't remember if we kept it in the first episode that Devon was going to be the season finale. But there you go. Does anyone have any best bits from the podcast? Like, first few episodes? I mean, I get confused as to what we've recorded already, but we haven't published. So I'm afraid of. Just two. Just Devon and James. Yeah, but
1: one of my favourite bits was in James's. Well, pick another favourite bit, baby. Okay. Um, My other favourite bits. Um. I truly, truly, truly loved Wyatt Humphreys telling his story about David Russell. Oh, God, yes. The Him getting blown up was hilarious. funny. And David Russell trying to get a tan fully clothed, also hilarious. hilarious. Um And also, I <laughs> will never forget Sibet just telling the world how horrible a person you are if you stalk Timothy Chalamet. mm that was yeah. so and her telling us that uh,
2: if she calls you boring it means you are the devil. Oh yeah. yeah. Cuz that's hilarious. Yeah. And telling her boyfriend she loves him to the world on our podcast before she tells him. She still hasn't. She still I don't hasn't think. and she published the episode on her story. So brave move by the way. I'm really what? hoping he listens to it and that's
0: how Maybe subconsciously she was them. like if he listens to it then um, I guess that's very, Oopsie. Ooh, that's so funny. Um but yeah. I, kind of, I can kind of picture a moment from each episode that yeah. really sticks out, like the 27 from Sammy's episode. Yeah. I think about that almost daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, Izzy's
1: like blowing our brains.
2: Uh, so it's been snowing in New York and we've had snow since we've lived here, we have, but the biggest snow I think we had was freshman year and we were living in dorms, so you don't really have your own space Mm -hmm. And, like, we were living much more centrally, so there's a lot more stuff going on everywhere, so it turned slush much faster. Mm -hmm. But the other night, we were recording the podcast, and it was snowing as we were doing it, and then we finished recording the podcast, and we recorded for way too long, so it was, like, you know, half past 12, middle of the night, and it had been snowing for, like, two hours. Mm -hmm. And I went to the window to look at it, and it was, I kid you not, three inches deep already. Mm -hmm. And... (laughs) These guys were all in here, just lying on the bed, like, decompressing from recording the podcast, chatting, and just evil overcame me in that <laughs> moment. I was filming a video for my parents of the snow, and I, you can see my thought process change, and I literally went from, oh my god, it's so pretty, to just pure evil, because I noticed we had our own snow, like, private snow on the fire <laughs> escape, it's like having a back garden, and I picked up a snowball and came in here and just pelted them with snowballs no, on George's bed. Into James and neck pressed first. it into James's oh. neck. And oh I was just over, I was overcome with evil. And then of course I got pinned down so that people could take free shots at me. And we fully had a snowball fight inside my... the apartment. And I was telling my mum on the phone today and I was like, I was like, we've got no parents, we've got no parents That's and my exactly mum was like, that. you should not do that. And I was like, hey you're not here. Yeah, I that, got no that was, parents. That
0: was the funniest thing when you <laughs> just... just her coming to the realisation that there is no supervision here. Yeah. <laughs> she
1: literally goes, we have no parents. We can do what we want. Whoa! <laughs> and then just ran to the window and picked up Snow and just threw it in the living room. In no direction. Just, just <laughs> Snow. <laughs> S- straight to the couch. Yeah. And then yeah. Devin came out. We all stared. Wait, at him. but not before
2: Una yelled, "I am your mother! I am your mother!
1: Stop!" That's true. But Devin came out. I the four of us turned and stared at him. And then Catherine <laughs> goes, and she like looks at him with snow, and he goes, "Fuck you, no, no
0: bitch!" I don't know what
1: happened. He didn't see the snow. I threw a snowball at
2: him. His reaction was to being hit with snow. Oh, I
0: thought it was before I, you threw no. it. No, I feel like...
2: No, I threw it because he didn't notice it. Oh. Which is why <laughs> so he funny ran I didn't into him. his room. But he
1: saw me throw it at him. It was so funny. <sighs> like, it was the most aggressively chaotic that I've ever seen Devon. It was just such, like, a guttural
0: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it really came from, like, it's
1: from the so diem As James no? called
0: it, it was a hard <laughs> bitch. Oh. <laughs>
2: Oh, it was oh. so funny. But then he started laughing too. It was hilarious. The snow, fall, snowfall bite. <laughs> that was the snow highlight of my week, continued. I think. Yeah. It's snowing and me having the realisation at midnight on a school night that I can throw <laughs> snowballs inside. Like, my inner child just jumped out in that moment.
1: That's it really funny. went well. Oh, it was so fun. Sure. Sh- yeah. So... Getting on to our first little segment of the... We're swapped we're swapped around from the first episode. Indeed so, we Katrin and Una are going to do their baggage. No, no. they're not. Opinion. Katrin and Una are going to do their opinion. <laughs> so, Katrin, you're up first. Are okay. you ready? Oh, my God, I forgot this the whole time, I think. If, so, you know, can, I just,
2: oh. can I just say quickly, we would like to publicly apologise for how much pressure we put our guests under. Oh, yeah. Oh, because yeah. we... When it comes around to us having to do... The actual podcast segments, we've realised that we really do make them carry the show and we just crack funny jokes and react. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for being such good sports, everyone, yeah, because yeah. this shit's hard and it's hard to come up with.
1: But also, um, we made this podcast because you're all interesting people and therefore you, you always do a good job, yeah. so... yeah,
2: And now we're going to try and do an okay job. <laughs> yeah. Who's yeah. timing me? Uh... <laughs> I got Mari, it!
1: Mariluna To
0: be fair, I don't think I'll need two minutes. I had uh you know how I keep having like um identity crises about my name? What I'm trying to <laughs> achieve is <laughs> is saying it the same way I would say in Italian, just simply not rolling the R. So yes. Mariluna. So Mariluna. Mar- so it's Mariluna. Mariluna. Yeah. But say I that. I really have a hard time Mari saying Luna. it. We say ah, yeah, what? And that's, what, uh, no, that's what she says. Yeah, that's what Mar-a-Luna. I want. Mariluna. You and
2: I can, cannot say it. And um, how do Americans normally say it? Mariluna.
1: Sorry, I don't oh, know why right. I gave myself an Mariluna. Mariluna. They just hold the mare too much. Yeah, I but then I don't you. Know it is. The other day you were introducing yourself as Mariluna. Yeah, because I don't know how to say <laughs> it. That's what I'm saying. I have a very interesting. Should I introduce to... you? Mariluna. This is Mariluna. Mariluna. Don't ask her her
2: own name because she can't say it. I cannot. Honestly, boom, just stick to Mariluhu. <laughs> You've got Maybe. bangs now It suits you. That's a good thing that happened to you this week You've got bangs now
0: Oh yeah, I gave myself bangs That's a fringe for the Brits in the audience Oh, <laughs> I gave myself bangs <laughs> She
1: um, sometimes thinks that she looks like an ant
0: Oh yeah, I have two curls that go right down the middle And if I pull back, I don't know if they're You've doing You've given it. us four right now Well, therefore I don't look like an ant <laughs> Okay And your time
2: starts... Now, okay, so, I think, as a society, in arguments and how we phrase our opinions, we need to normalise changing your opinion when presented with new information. I know that sounds obvious, but take Devon, for example. Devon will fight his side of the argument until the cows come home, and he will uh, say to me, mid-argument, I don't even agree with this point anymore but someone has to play this part. And I'm like, no, no they don't. Because you're, it, it infuriates me. My brother said this to me the I time because I used to be guilty of this and everyone's guilty of it- this before you say it's it- it's common sense and that everyone should changes their opinion when they're presented with new information, but they don't because I never used to. And I used to have this like catalog of opinions I had and like catalog of philosophies of things I believed. And I used to try and get my brother to believe the same things as me. And I remember my brother saying to me, I will change my opinion if you present me with new information that will change my opinion. And it it blew my mind. (laughs) And since then, I say it all the time because people get mad at me for having a different opinion to the opinion I had last week. And I'm like, yeah, I changed it. I learned something new. Learn something new, my guy. Like, change it, change it. And I, yeah, that's kind of my whole opinion. I know it wouldn't take two minutes, but I truly think the whole world just needs to normalise it in general and stop coming for people for changing their opinions and calling people flaky or saying people are two-faced. It's so dumb. Just, if someone says, has a new opinion, say, oh, you changed that opinion. And they'll be like, yeah, because of this. And if you agree, change yours too. Let's change people. I don't need the two minutes. I'm just okay. rambling
1: now. Great, right, I mean, the, right, I... <laughs> Minute 46. 149. Congratulations. I have no qualms with this. No qualms, I think. Sure, 100%. The only thing I'm intrigued about is you saying don't call people flaky for changing their opinion. But I just want to confirm that there are times when changing your opinion can make you flaky.
2: Okay, give me an example.
1: Like... You know those people that clearly change their opinion because of the people around them? You know what I mean? When someone says to you like 30 minutes earlier, they say, Oh, I hate Taylor Swift. And then their friend comes in the room and goes, Oh my God, did you listen to that new Taylor Swift album? It's so good. And then their friend goes, Oh my God, yeah, isn't it great? That is not cool that's a surface level version of it, but, like, that's what I'm trying to get at. I, like,
2: I I know what you're saying. And I can see why it might bother me, but my immediate reaction is that doesn't actually bother me that much. And let me, (laughs) let me go into it, because... And I'm saying this right now, and I think people's opinions right now are as valid as their opinions, like... I don't know, and I, I maybe I'll change it, and that's what I'm saying, that's okay. I'm saying that's okay that I might change my mind, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But right now, my reaction is, I kind of feel like that was them presented with new information. And while that information might not be a valid source, it might just be their friend's opinion, if that, to them, is the new information they needed to validate something, I think they should be allowed to change their opinion. If they're going to change it back, that's just them lying. Yeah,
1: and but the only reason I was saying that was because you you used the word flaky and it just intrigued me that you were saying don't call people flaky and i know it's for a separate thing but i think there is something about the new information simply being cool points (laughs) do you know what i mean or like someone to like you or the fear of not fitting in which is so real and like insecurity is so real but like for me like Sincerity and like being genuine is so 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 important that when I know someone pretty well And then I watch them in an environment with someone that they Think is cool or someone that they want to impress and I watch them almost like lose their beliefs a little bit I'm like Whoa mm. This is so interesting. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I, I yeah, I'm to be honest. I think the reason we uh what's the word clashing not clashing like missing each other here is that i'm speaking about when i said flaky i was talking about how i think the person in the room who says half an hour ago you said this so you're flaky is in the wrong i'm not talking about the person who changed their opinion i'm saying that if i walk into a room and i say something slightly different to what you might have heard me say once i think you pointing out oh i didn't think you believe that have you changed that thought and you say yeah i have actually i've changed this thought i think that's perfectly reasonable but saying what the hell you've changed your tune like i hate people who do that because i think it's well hate is an extremely strong word i i don't i just wish people would let people evolve quickly too i'm a different person hour to hour and i think I should be allowed to be, and I think, think should be to I think to
1: everyone should be allowed to be a different person hour to hour. My problem is people who are different people from person to person.
2: mm, mm. I guess the, the thing that... F- the, the hole I find in this particular thing is when people feel trapped by their own opinions.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think a lot of people do feel trapped by their own opinions because they feel a kind of stubbornness to defend who they were an hour ago, if that makes sense. Or, a, like, and I wish people would weren't so worried about who they were an hour ago. And yes, like, I, if you come to accountability and all of this, like, you, you are the person you were an hour ago if what you're saying is, you know... ...horrific things and you can't say, oh, I've changed my opinion, I'm not a racist anymore, or whatever. Like, yeah. that is years and years and, of unlearning and... Taking action about Action, that like, that yeah. is a whole other conversation mm-hmm. than this one right now. But it is a. I I just, I think people don't realise when they are trapped in their own opinions.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's, it's the reason I think about this so often. Because if it was so simple as, yeah, duh, if you present me with new information, I'll change my opinion is because I see it in every conversation I have where people are so pigeonholed in defending something they thought was true.
1: Sure. I also think, I mean, when I, I think about a like the opinions that I have and a lot, I, when I go home, especially in like my sister and I have conversations, like I look at the way that A lot of my opinions have changed. Just moving to a whole new country. I look at the way that a lot of my sister's opinions have changed. Just growing up and like. Going away and coming back home. And like all of this. And I think. I think the reason that people. Are trapped in their opinions. Is as you say. Because of other people. Either. Being snarkly like. Haha I persuaded you to believe what I believe. Mm -hmm. Or being like oh, you can't, um, like, stand up for yourself or whatever, like, for those kind of things. But I do also think that there's something in sticking by your beliefs. Yeah. And I think there's some conversations where people expect you to change because of the information they provided you, and there's this kind of even more stuck feeling where you think, actually this information you provided me doesn't change my mind and that doesn't mean that it's because you're not listening or you're not open minded sometimes it just means that wasn't the information that I needed to change my mind the stuff that I have going on inside of me and my years of experience and like personal experiences that sometimes small piece of information you've given me does not outweigh the last 20 years that I've lived And so yeah, I think there also same. shouldn't be shame about people not changing their opinions when the new information is provided. And
0: it's not
1: enough. Mm, I think that's... that is, I like the, the emphasis on when, because,
2: I mean, I mean the, the blanket statement I've used has when in it, but I think it's, I think you're right. I don't think you need to change your opinion when information mm. is provided. I think what frustrates me is when people are so stubborn in not changing their opinion that they won't let the opinion they won't let the information affect them yeah, yeah. i think it's normalized having your opinions affected when yeah. she <laughs> presenting with
0: new information yeah. because it's it's a yeah
2: it could be a 10 hours from now that you internalize it yeah even. i think it's I
0: actually i want to follow up on that right because that's kind of what i'm thinking i think what happens a lot of the time and i know this happens to me specifically for example is if i'm arguing an opinion and someone is arguing their opinion and we have contrasting opinions what will happen to me a lot of the time is I take a a while to process stuff Mm. and like if I'm arguing I will hear their points and I will just think of ways that I have to quote unquote not win that's not what I mean but like defend my own opinion And in the meantime, like I have to, and pride the pride in me will not let me bow down and be like, hear it and process Mm -hmm. it now. But what will happen to me usually is that I will hear something, defend my opinion and the conversation in whatever way, come away from it, think about the conversation over and over again. My opinion has changed maybe. And next time I will argue the other side. Is what will happen a lot of the time. But you're right. It's incredibly frustrating to be the person on the opposite side of me on an argument. <laughs> I'm aware of that. I
2: know. But me too. <laughs> and that's and why I... me and Uno can argue like, no one else.
0: You're right. I just want to point out what it is that makes sometimes those conversations and i think
2: on that note then normalize bringing up the conversation again once you've internalized the opinions yeah because i will have like three day later i'll be like oh my goodness i finally understand how i feel about this yeah and i'm like oh i want to talk about it and then it's like is now the moment no when is the moment can we talk about this again is this a dead horse that i'm just hitting with a stick and i i think on that note, if you're a person that takes a minute to internalize something or takes a minute to, like, think it through and are very aggressively stubborn in the moment. Come back to it. Come back to it because it will, like, make that other person feel like they're not wasting their time trying to, like, share something with you, if that makes sense. Because I, there's been moments where I've literally been like, oh, I kind of want to tell someone that that. I understand that now. Yeah. And, okay.
1: I think on the same vibe, if you expect people to be open-minded to your opinion, don't lose sight of the fact that you should therefore be open-minded to theirs. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because there's times where it can feel like you're being like, why aren't you understanding my opinion? But if you, like, sit back and go, maybe they're feeling the exact same about me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes, no matter how hard you believe your opinion is right, and you want the other person to be open-minded... Sit back and listen. Sit back and be like, oh, but I should also be open-minded and be taking in just as much what they're saying to me and maybe actually in this instance I'm the one who's going to change my opinion rather than like feeling like there's a slight pedestal.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, Every argument should
1: be (laughs) on an even field.
2: Yeah. So, uh, everyone work on your stubbornness. That's your (laughs) work. We'll do it too. Off you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, Keep that in mind. I keep it in mind every day.
0: (sighs) Georgia! Okay. Let me hear the baggage and what bag is it in? Okay, so my baggage... You know I haven't made that joke in weeks. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I take it back.
2: No, no, it's hilarious. I love that you guys have adopted it, but if you go back to the first episode and hear how much they hated (laughs) me for making that joke... No, but I told you on one episode that That I was going to try my best to embrace it. But you guys really haven't. I haven't made it. Genuinely since week two, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: which is hilarious. So George, tell us.
1: Okay, so, this, I'm gonna say that this baggage is in my pockets. Okay, both of them? Yeah, any pocket that I have, it's in it. Crumbs. Lind.
0: (laughs) fluff, sorry, stop.
1: A stray M&M. And it's a question, my baggage is a question. (laughs) Uh, I need you to be serious for this because it's actually quite serious.
2: Okay.
1: What is it a, about a
2: stray m m&m?
1: and We My, did a lot of m in this I'm house. I'm going to say it again because you might want to cut yourself saying that when you hear Oh, I think we're funny. Oh, okay, maybe we're not. <laughs> My baggage is why is it embarrassing to love someone whether it's platonic or romantic? <laughs> Yikes. Throwback. Yeah, Genuinely, like... why is there embarrassment? Over everything to do with love. Yeah, yeah. That is my question because I don't get it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So your package is you're embarrassed to love us.
0: No. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, we... love us. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I'll move to that side of the bed. Um. <laughs> I like that you put it in your pockets. I carry it around with me. That seems very fitting oh, for all the time. time. But I don't have an answer. Yeah. I. <laughs> My immediate instinct is that it's like, that's a vulnerability that you have and that you're sharing with the world and you don't want the world to know where you're vulnerable. Like, if you love someone, that's 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 a huge risk you're taking. Like, what if that person turns out to be a horrible person and you've invested so much of you in loving them and then it turns out they're not, I don't know about worthy of being loved, but like, you know what if what if they're a horrible person? I have a second question then why is it embarrassing to even like someone
2: like not not in a platonic way because I love and like so hard platonically without even thinking about it it it, it for me personally mm-hmm. i you don't have to agree with me. it's just a I love and like friends once I love and like them very platonically and not platonic very like hard, yeah. but it's the minute i think I might like someone, I am so embarrassed. Yeah. To even tell you guys. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, they're going to think they're disgusting and horrible and weird and they're going to laugh at me because I have the same type all the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And they're
1: going to laugh at me because I have the same name as the last (laughs) one. And "And they're
0: going to laugh
1: at me because they ski. (laughs) That's like the complete opposite to me. And like, I would never, I don't like to say that I am even like find someone attractive not because I think that you'll be like, he's not attractive. I'm scared that you'll be like, he's too attractive. And that's where my embarrassment comes from. It's like, See, we're not- completely different there
2: because apparently I have terrible taste. Because every person I like, I don't think you guys ever said they're <gasps> no, <we're> so <laughs> attractive.
0: Not once. <laughs> Can we talk about... Because I'm about- I'm about to say why I sometimes hesitate to tell you guys I like someone. And it's so telling different of each of our personalities. <laughs> sometimes I hesitate to tell you guys I like someone because then you guys will look at me, interact with them, and think, oh, she's flirty. Oh, no, you're always flirty. I know, but then you'll be like, oh, this one really means something. You know, like. Yeah. Oh, I. I uh, make so much sense. I already knew that. Yeah. And that's so obvious. so. You know, like. Yeah. I get that. It's like when I'm... So I've just cut bangs as we've gone over this. And I'm trying to figure them out. And last night I was saying, don't perceive me as I figure them out. You know, like, don't look at me, don't see me, don't hear me. I'm not here while I'm figuring out my bangs.
2: I was not there when you said that. (laughs) I was... I've been perceiving you, (laughs) (laughs) haha. Well,
0: (laughs) that's embarrassing to be perceived while you put yourself out there in front of someone you like, you know? Zoom taught me it's embarrassing to be perceived, full stop.
2: Yeah. Because I have to perceive myself. And every time I'm like looking at myself in that little window and I'm like, people are perceiving me right now because I'm perceiving myself. And it makes me so grateful for face-to-face interaction because I can't see how you're perceiving me right now. And it's so freeing. My face is so animated normally. Mm -hmm. Like, look at me talking. I can feel it now. My hands are by my face. Like, my whole face is moving. On Zoom, I think I speak smaller. Mm. Like in my face. I think my face moves less. I think I move less. I think I move with so much more intention that I'm not even like a full version of myself because I'm so aware of being perceived.
0: But yeah. Being perceived, huh? Mm. So then why is it problem. embarrassing to perceive
1: others? I don't have I don't I don't have the problem of being perceived. You I don't don't? get
0: it. That's actually he, I want to touch on this because sometimes Like, another part of being perceived and what's embarrassing about, like, liking and loving someone, I think, is your desire, whether of them or to be like them or to be in their presence or whatever. And I feel like it's the same way when, like, you know, if you're a writer, sometimes it's embarrassing to share your stuff because it's the stuff you daydream about, you know? Or if you're a songwriter, then sometimes it's embarrassing to share your music Mm -hmm. because that's the stuff you, like... That's pieces of your soul that you're putting out there, you know? And it's... It's embarrassing to be perceived.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: And you're not like that. You tell us about your dreams so often. And I think that's why you don't resonate with the it's embarrassing to be perceived.
1: Yeah. I don't really get it. Like... To strangers, sure... But then like even on Zoom, the worst I'll think to myself is, God, they're gonna think I'm tired. Or like, oh, I hope that I come across as like, happy to be in these people's presence as I actually am and I don't look bored. But I never think like, I don't know, I think, I genuinely think it's because I'm an oversharer. And I think it's because I literally, Except from, I guess... Like, I find it really hard to tell people that I love them. And so I do it a lot. If that makes sense. (laughs) Because, like, to me it's like, wow, this is awful. And, like, this person could literally just not want to be friends with me anymore. So I guess I just got a full send. And that's why, like, I find that embarrassing. But, like, there's very little that I wouldn't share with someone. I also... Don't get uncomfortable that easily by like other people, like I get like anxious by ab- about things and like about situations. But like, there's very little you could say to me that I would be like, oh no, like genuinely. Maybe it's like, about
2: how you look at uh, the world. Then maybe you look further out
0: than we do. I don't. I don't know because mm, this might be a different tangent. But you said earlier how you're. You talked a little bit about platonic versus you know having a crush on someone, and I vividly remember the moment when I was like uh, fourteen and I was about to go into freshman year high school, um, and I just remember vividly I just decided that I was no longer going to be shy and I was no longer going to hide how much I liked my friends, and ever since then if I if I enjoy someone I've Make an effort, yeah. not because I'm like putting it on, but because you know you actively choose to be excited about someone and showing them, and like i mm, jump up. I jump up and I smile at them and i'm i'm make it a point to let them know how excited I I've, am to see them I have friends wise not crushes I have not such crushes. a vivid image
2: of you as a puppy. <laughs> Just, like, running to the door when friends arrive and it's like, ha, because that is exactly what you do. Yeah. You're like, or, like, when I was a kid, whenever my dad came home, I used to, or my mum, I used to, like, run (laughs) down the hallway and, like, jump at them. Like a puppy. I don't love like that anymore unless I'm, like, really, really, really deeply close to you. like if I don't see you guys for a while and we get reunited at the airport I'll run at you guys because I am like I trust how you guys perceive me isn't that crazy? but it's like or Sammy if Sammy shows up at our front door I have no issue in running at her and picking her up and throwing her around and whatever but anyone who is not someone who I have deeply connected with for like years and years I am I'm not like that the way you are
1: but I think, what I, the conclusion I've come to, is that I am never embarrassed by the person that I give my love to because if I deem them as that worthy, I think I probably just wouldn't see why anyone would think that was embarrassing. The people that I would say that I've genuinely been like, you are amazing, like openly affectionate towards, whether it's platonic or romantic, the embarrassment for me does not come from who they are. The embarrassing, embarrassment for me comes from the fear of everyone being in on a joke. Mm-hmm. And the joke is me. Mm-hmm. So it's not embarrassing because, oh my God, look at this person I I love. How embarrassing I love them. It's how embarrassing I love them. And everyone else in the room knows that even though they're giving me the affection that I wanted and give back, every single person in this room, including them, knows that it's all a joke. So
2: I have a counter argument, not counter argument, a counter, I have something to say. Um, I don't think we're talking anymore about it being embarrassing to love. I think we're talking about it being embarrassing to like. Because I think once there's, like, a commitment of I love you, you love me too, it becomes embarrassing in an entirely different way. Which we
1: are not talking about.
2: Which we're not talking about right now. We're talking about a... Because you're talking about a fear that everyone's in a joke, that this person doesn't think what you think they think, and I'm talking about how I'm embarrassed about the people I show interest in, shows what that says about me, and Una's talking about being... Perceived as putting something up as precious and it's these are all concepts of embarrassment of like not embarrassment of love Right now this conversation. Sure,
1: but I feel that for platonic love, too I think I feel the exact same when I'm in a room with someone who I Would do anything for There's moments where I think there's something that I don't know. And that is embarrassing. Whether embarrassing is the right word, I don't know. But, like, there's some kind of, like, inside me that's, like... Everyone here knows that that there's something that I don't know about this relationship. Mm -hmm. And that is, for me, I think what I've discovered... Is what is embarrassing, is the fact that I will be the last person to know the truth. And that's not, for me, it's not exclusive to... Crushes. Crushes. Anyway. Yeah, Well. Wow. Anyway,
2: I hope you brought something funny because we need to lift the moon! <laughs> oh. no
0: that opinion of yours you guys are gonna tear me to shreds oh god okay two minutes katrin i don't need two minutes time 30 seconds for me you'll uh to be fair i should have done that because i did not need two minutes i was just rambling for the last 40 seconds i'm I'm now worried that i'm overconfident about (laughs) my okay ready (laughs) three two one go i think wearing towels around your boobies straight out of the shower instead of a bathrobe like a normal italian girl does is wrong why are you leaving your shoulders wet why are you leaving your chest wet your arms aren't getting dried i just it's not efficient and i'm mad about it you guys do it all the time i don't know how you are happy with it i i've tried it because sometimes i put my bathrobe in the washing machine dish washing machine <laughs> It's it's not enough. Okay, first of all, don't put your bathroom in the dishwasher. (laughs) Second
1: of
2: all, let's unpack. That was 39 (laughs) seconds. Um,
1: I have a very simple answer. A very simple answer. Um, When I come out of the shower, I dry myself off. (laughs) She's like, got you. I dry myself off with a towel. I wring out my hair so that it doesn't drip on my back. I dry myself one more time. Then, if I have clothes that I am willing to wear, warm, cosy clothes for after the shower, I will put them on in the bathroom. If I don't, I will walk from the bathroom to my room and to be courteous to my roommates, I will wrap myself in a towel. (laughs) And then I will take the towel off and put the clothes back on. I am not drying myself with my towel hanging around my chest. (laughs) She makes some excellent points. <laughs> uh,
2: to add, I grew up with a bathrobe being called a dressing gown, mm-hmm. and so when I first saw Una put on her bathrobe after getting out of the towel, was... <laughs> no, she never had
0: a towel. That's the whole point.
2: When she they got out, of she gets out, of it. yeah, why, huh?
0: For when I'm putting my bathrobe <laughs> in the wash. Have you the dishwasher? Why
2: do just get a second bathroom? No, but I- Watching Una, like, dry her armpits with her- Huh? Dressing gown Literally, I was like, she's a heathen. So me and Una have the same thing. We have the same gown thing. She uses hers for wetness I use mine as, like, a cosy thing. Like, I've got... Because I sleep in just a t-shirt. So if I get out and it's, like, a cold winter morning, I'll put my dressing gown on as, like, a warm thing. Nice, warm, fluffy I am familiar with dressing gowns. It getting wet. And I know you think it's a different thing. They're a different thing. (laughs)
1: Uh, um, I would just like to say... I've just not finished my point! (laughs) I don't even know what my point is. Oh, yeah. You, You asked my opinion. My opinion, I think... I would rather... If I, when I was younger, if
2: I used to put my dressing gown on straight, I used to put it over my towel sometimes, because I'd be too cold. Like, you do. And then I would fall asleep in it. Because I used to shower at night only. I've always been a night showerer. I've changed that a little bit recently, but normally I'm a night showerer. And I would fall asleep, because I'd be too warm and cosy. But if I... A night showerer. shower <laughs> <laughs> Showerer. <laughs> shower, shower, <laughs> um... <laughs> But a towel is like a, it's not cosy, It's it keeps me warm, it keeps me modest, until I get to my room where I can moisturise and then like, put my dressing gown on once I'm like, clean and moisturised and it keeps me warm and it's like a nice thing, you know? Um, you imply play, don't do all of these same things in my bathrobe, which dries me more efficiently no you don't, because you walk around in your bathrobe and then sit down in your bathrobe and then cook a meal in your bathrobe and all the time I'm thinking, that shit's wet <laughs> nothing more than um, comfy um, exactly, you dry with it I dry without it and then put it on you air
1: dry? no, with the towel <laughs> I would just like to say that my mother and my sister both have bathrobes um, they both have I mean, I would call it a toweling dressing gown. Oh, so it's many words! Dressing gown made of toweling. All right. Anyway, um, and they both have them, and I've had one before. I don't think it's. Um, I don't think it's the kind of thing that's like.
0: Um,
1: what's the word? Team Edward, Team Jacob. I was gonna say, I,
2: I, if you couldn't end your sentence, I was gonna go that deep. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: I. <laughs> I, 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 I Not bringing your what I'm, like, what I'm saying is like, I love a good bathrobe, and you know what? Maybe if I had more space, I'd invest in one. Yeah. But I do think that there's um. For you to perceive a bathrobe and a towel as having the same function, you're wrong. Because when I wrap my towel around me, as I said before, yeah. I'm not drying in my towel. I'm simply covering up from A to B. The towel has already been
2: used to dry, shaken, what shaken what around,
1: yeah. dried off. I like, do a preliminary dry in the bathroom, walk to my bedroom
2: with my towel. And then in the bar- when I get to my bedroom, I will take the towel off again,
0: fully dry, and put on clothes. Yeah. This is fascinating to me because previous to this night, I just assumed that we hung out. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I just think assumed...
2: the difference between us just... that is how long it takes us to dry ourselves. Wait, wait. We we dry ourselves faster than you, and therefore don't need comfort but in I our drying cloth. <laughs> no,
0: but I don't need comfort. What I'm saying is, it never occurred to me that we weren't drying. We've been dry. Yeah, just, <laughs> I thought you wrapped it up and let your shoulders air dry, and I was like, I hate it oh, so much. That's that's my problem with it. Uh, no. I have learned so much. I'm to so the-
2: glad we've had this conversation. I'm so glad you normalized changing your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. I thought, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's. I crazy. mean, I
0: don't do any drying. I just let the water. Yeah, I get can't soaked do that. Up. I need to be yeah. dry
1: quick. Clothes on. I'll get cold.
0: Bedtime. I find that it's warmer to do my option obviously yeah but you that's ha- why we're doing our own yeah options. that's why i meant it's not a
1: team edward team jacob kind of thing it's just a but yeah. i do also think like the fact the way that your body works in terms of temperature is also very different to ours that's also true and i think it doesn't surprise me that you see skin and think cold <laughs> <laughs> how are they doing that yeah but fun fact shoulders
2: are dry as yeah. a but. baby <laughs> and also and sometimes my shoulders aren't dry that's just because I've not got to drying them yet yeah um but also if you see me hanging around in it because I will admit sometimes I hang around in it it's just because I've not figured out what I want to wear yet yeah that's
0: why. Right. well that's not the only reason why but it's one of the reasons it takes me so long to get out of my bathrobe It's because you can't figure out what you want
2: to
1: wear yet. The thing is, is having a
2: slightly more uncomfortable option is what is forcing me to actually get ready.
1: I also just don't like...
2: And what's stopping me from falling Appearance
1: of a bathrobe. On me. Who's going to see you?
2: I love a good bath. Well, a dressing gown.
1: I'd rather be... I would rather be, like, semi-naked than, like, wrapped in a towel. I love being wrapped in a towel. No, 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 no. I mean, like... Oh, wrapped in a bathroom. Actually, like, fully, like, d- dressed. dressed in a towel. Honestly, I think I see it as a luxury thing. <laughs> I honestly, I think Do I Do was... you look at my
0: pink hold up bathroom and think, look at that luxurious <laughs> no. lady? But I think... Well, a little bit. I think it's... A... <laughs> I think it's that I was raised in a very
2: much, like, a function over form household. No, form of... Is that right? Function over... Like, it works yeah, before it's mean. pretty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so I've had, like... It, it seems like something I would do at a hotel. Oh. And I just don't think it's ever occurred to me as something necessary that I need for my day-to-day life. And I think so maybe if we had a really nice bathroom here, and, like, I had, like, a lovely... If I lived a life of leisure, but normally... I get into our shower. I shower pretty quick because like Devon needs to pee or something, and then I come out and I get ready for the day because I have like school and life, you know. Whereas I think if I lived a more luxury life, you could hundred percent convince me that a bathrobe was the better choice.
1: I would still preliminary dry with a towel though because I don't I'm like so I don't like being absorbed. I like being. Brushed, yeah, I like like the get the water off me of rather than let it leave me, yeah, Wow. that was, funny that was Una. yeah, I mean, you know that was i'm I'm glad that it was a fruitful conversation, um, and I think we've had some interesting conversations. We have. I think it's always nice to check in with each other because we know all the surface level facts about each other. Like the fact that Una uses a bathrobe and mm. we use towels, but
2: yeah. clearly not to the extent yeah. we all use Never our bathrobes and towels.
1: Because when, <laughs> when we bring in guests, it's usually like they bring in like defining yeah. personality traits or like experiences with us. But mm. f- it's nice to just sit here and be like, hmm, is it
2: something why, you to think why about? do we think this way? Yeah. Anyway, uh in terms of checking in with you guys, how are you? I hope you've enjoyed the season so far.
1: Yeah, are you enjoying it? Are you are you staying safe? Are you staying happy? Thanks for staying with us. Yeah, we also um wanna hear if you have any if any conversations have occurred that you kinda wanna hear more about or people that you've heard us mention that you mm. wanna Get on here, or God.
2: everyone's angling for a David Russell episode. Yeah, probably not, not time happen. soon, maybe. <laughs> um,
1: and um, we also like one thing I've realised is that like I hope you all like our friends as much as we do. Because we're getting embarrassed of how you're perceiving us. I'm kidding. I... I'm kidding. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> I don't know I was gonna make a joke that said I'm not. I know you <laughs> were, and I didn't let you. Um, yeah, I just think it's. Our friends are the reason that we made this podcast. So if you've been on it, we hope you enjoyed your time. Thank you for coming. If you're listening, we hope that you've enjoyed the friends that you've met so far. Mm. We have some great ones for the second half of the season. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm really looking forward to it. Me too.
2: And terrifyingly, in reality, we only have two episodes left to film. Record. Record, (laughs) Of season one. Um, So let us know when if and who you want for season two exciting because honestly i have a feeling we're just going to want to keep going and that it will be being recorded (laughs) in the next few weeks so uh let us know because it's happening already and we want you on it we want you on it and we want to know when you want to release it if you guys need a break we totally understand (laughs) today in one of my classes my teacher went do you guys want a break do you want your human rights and i was like Yes, yeah, I do. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, <laughs> that was such an odd way to phrase it, but you guys are, deserve a break, and in the words of my teacher, your human rights. So let us know how yeah. long how long you want it for. How long you need to catch up. Yeah, true. All right. Mm. Who wants to turn the lights out? Should we do it together? Thanks, ladies. I love you both. I'm okay, really I'll do it I'm closest. I'll do it for all of you guys. All right. Lights out. Night,
0: kitty. Sleep well. Oh, it's not as funny when you... Well, it's just us. So we know what's gonna happen. <laughs>